0: Hello and welcome. This is Connie Reagan Green from Huge Profits, com with another call in the podcast series. Today I'm very excited to have Debbie Lechusa here. Welcome, Debbie.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
0: Yes, and I want to tell people, I want to share that you were one of the very first people that I found when I started online in 2006. And I was so impressed with how you presented yourself and the information you were sharing. And I remember you had a special uh, birthday sale offer that I jumped at, and that was just, you know, my resources for much of 2006. So you got me off to a a great start. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) I love (laughs) to hear stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, tell us about your background, because, you know, the way I thought of you is you were someone who made that transition from the corporate world to the online world. You had so much education and training and knowledge and share share your background with us.
1: I did make the transition, and it's funny because I was never one of those people that, you know, dreamed of being an entrepreneur, and, and I was working in advertising agencies, and I was a VP of marketing for a large nonprofit, and I had a couple of little kids. And I ended up burning myself out trying to, you know, be this great career woman and this great mom. And so I really started my business sort of out of desperation. I kind of thought, man, I got to find a way to balance both of these aspects of my life. And it's not working, working for someone else. So that's the reason I started my business way back in 1998. And I started out as a marketing consultant and basically just started doing what I had been doing in the corporate world, but doing it from my home office and going out and getting my own clients. And I did that for about six years. And then I kind of got this, you know, I got a little bit unchallenged, I guess you could say. And I wanted you know, the the business that I had really did did very well, but I only had a handful of clients, that's all I needed. And I, I felt this desire to reach more people and I knew there was a lot of people like me who were sort of escaping the corporate world and going out on their own but didn't know anything about marketing and business and so I thought it was a great opportunity for me to take my experience and my education and start teaching those people um, some things that might be able to help them. So I started my first online business, um, which was called 10-Step Marketing, back in late 2004, early 2000, actually late 2003, early 2004. And I guess, you know, as they say, the rest is history. I've had a number of iterations of my online businesses since that time. I've started eight different businesses. Not all of them worked. Um, Three of them were very successful, and um, I, I just kind of, feel very blessed to be able to work from home, my kids are grown now, um, but to be able to you know do what I like to do and have the freedom and the creativity to shift that when I start to get bored and want to do something else.
0: Yes, and it was your 10-step program, that was the program that uh, that you had offered a special deal, I was looking for special deals that year as I got started, mm-hmm. and that was the program and it was so thorough, it took me through so many steps that really made a made a difference and I don't think that I ever expressed that to you at the time how meaningful that that training was
1: Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, that was that was my very first information product and um and I sold that for years and it and it was a good solid product and it's always nice to hear people say that it really helped them get going.
0: Yes. So now tell us about the moneysuccesshappiness.com blog. Tell us about this site. I love it very much.
1: Thank you so much. Well, that is a blog that I actually started this year. You know, I've been blogging since I think 2006 and I think I've had three or four different blogs, you know, throughout the years. But, you know, I got to a point in my business where I I kept wanting to make it better. And it's very easy when you're in the online world to be surrounded by messages from people, you know, that make you look at your business like it's not good enough, you know, because it looks like everybody else is doing better. And it it didn't matter that I was, you know, I had a six-figure business, had several businesses. Um, You know, I was speaking internationally. I I was doing a lot of things that a lot of people would say, hey, you're a success. But for some reason, for me, it never felt like enough. It always felt like I needed to do something more. And in 2009, I really sort of, I call it a... um, kind of a, went on a personal development, business development binge. <laughs> and I woke up in December 2009 with a great big hangover. It's the best way I can explain it. Um, and realized that even though I had had a financially, you know, a good year revenue-wise in my business, that I actually lost money because I had spent so much time and money traveling and investing in things to make my business more successful. I, I don't, The best way I can describe it is I got caught up and... Um, kind of lost sight of why I started my business in the first place, which was to just be able to do what I like to do and not work full-time and be home with my kids and have a great life. And so, you know, I I took about the next year just kind of really getting my bearings again and really scaled back my business and started focusing just on one business and the things that I really enjoyed doing. And I got rid of the rest. I sold businesses. I closed businesses down. I really simplified things. And... um, I just, over that year in 2010, I sort of realized that a lot of people had gotten caught up in that and that we've sort of been conditioned to chase achievements and money and success. And I started looking around, and I realized that from the time we're children, these are the things that are instilled in us. I mean, you know, in school when you're a kid, you know, you want to get the star on your homework. And, you know, if you, if you have kids, if anybody listening has kids, you know what it's like if they're in youth sports. You know, we tell them... Uh, what's the saying? It's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. Yeah. <laughs> but the reality is, if you watch how parents behave at their children's sporting <laughs> events, hey man, it's all about winning, and that's the message that we really model. And so I just started looking around and realizing that I think we've kind of gotten things um, a little out of perspective. And so I started writing my book, Breaking the Spell, doing a lot of research, interviewing people around the world, and i started the blog to really start writing about a little bit different perspective on those three issues of money, success and happiness and my goal is really to change the way we look at all three.
0: Uh, well, i think that's that's fantastic and i know i really resonated, you know, with your blog because that happened to me. I'm in the the full-on internet marketing world. I was able to to jump into that, but it's mainly male dominated. And very competitive, and I found that I'm competitive, but competitive to a fault, where I got caught up with that with how much is finally enough, enough you know money, enough interviews around the world, you know traveling, all of that. So I found that you know getting back to basics made a lot of sense, and the way that you're presenting it on that site uh, i'm I'm here now, it's just it's so beautifully done, and it really makes makes sense.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you. And I actually, you know, I've been doing all the writing myself and just in this past month actually recruited a core of um, of other bloggers to join me so we can start bringing in some different voices. And there's a lot of people out there who are really passionate about this conversation and really want to change um, kind of the way we're doing things. And, you know, the Internet marketing industry is great. You know, you can make money from your house. It opened up a new world for a lot of service professionals. But um, there's a lot of things about it that, that I, really, um, I really don't like. And, you know, like you, I kind of got caught up. I mean, I tell a story in my book about, you know, when I had my consulting business and I start, started 10-step um, marketing, which was my first Internet-based business, and I thought, okay, if I could make $5,000 a month from this info product, you know, making money while I sleep, waking up, you know, <laughs> what, what is it they say, you know, um, Having my email inbox go ka-ching ka-ching. <laughs> we,
0: yes, yes, which we, we all like. heard it, right? <laughs>
1: uh, and I thought if I could get to five thousand dollars a month, I could stop doing the consulting and just focus full time on building the info marketing business. You know, that would be enough to cover my nut, and I would be, I would have made it. And I hit the five thousand, and then all of a sudden, well, that wasn't enough because everybody was talking about how easy <laughs> it was to make ten thousand a month. So I'm like, okay, well, that's my new goal. I got to make ten thousand a month. And then I hit that, and then, well, that's not enough, because now people are talking, hey, you can make more money than most people make in a year, in a month, mm-hmm. in Internet marketing. And, mm-hmm. you know, so then all of a sudden, I hear people talking about making 30000 a month. So, of course, that became my new goal. And then I, so then I made 30000 a month. And I was like, but all of a sudden, what started to happen was I realized, once you do that, then the pressure is on to keep doing it over and over again and to keep, making more. It's like it becomes this game. And it became really unhealthy for me.
0: Yes, I agree cuz with me my my business, you know, part of it is I tell people I've increased my income every month since I started in 2006. And in the beginning, that's easy when you're making, you know, a hundred dollars. I double <want> my income. <laughs> yes, I mean, you know, finally, then the increases are are much in smaller increments. But when I had a month where I was down, you know, about a thousand dollars, I felt like a failure. Even yeah. though in that month I'm making more than I used to make in a quarter usually because I was a classroom teacher and doing real estate and I thought no, 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 there's something wrong with this picture. You're not a failure if you have one month that's a little less than another month. So I had to, I had to make that, that change. But Debbie, what I want to get onto now and I see here we can get a free chapter, which is wonderful, is your, your new book and the title I love breaking the spell the truth about money success and the pursuit of happiness so this is brand new out and tell us how you came to write it and what we can expect
1: well yeah i'm really excited about this book um it it's really been the past year of my life i spent about 6 months researching it and writing it and then the past 6 months really getting it published and doing all all of that kind of stuff and it um, it definitely feels like birthing a baby. I've written a couple of books uh, mm-hmm. before. This is my third book, but this one was very different than the first two in that it was a very personal, um, personal experience. I, I sort of classify it as a a memoir slash expose is the best way I can describe it. And it really came about because of my frustration in. Um, you know waking up at at the end of two thousand nine and realizing I had spent seven years and two hundred thousand dollars trying to be more and more successful and it wasn't about greed; it really was about trying to feel worth it, you know like trying to um do what I thought I was supposed to be doing and trying to create um uh, financial freedom for my family because that's kind of. The, the message that had been sold to me, and i I bought into all of it and so um when I realized at the end of two thousand and nine that I had spent all that time and all that money, and it really wasn't any closer to financial freedom, I had become a millionaire um we had a real estate company for years, and on paper, you know at one point, if we would have sold everything we would have we would have walked away with a million dollars, but none of it ever really changed my life because it was all on paper you know i I had done all this speaking, I had done all these things, but When I really sat down and looked at it, I wasn't happier. I wasn't, you know, in my day-to-day life any richer. I was still pretty much living the same way. Um, And I just sort of always felt like I I had to be doing more. And I thought, something's wrong with this picture. And um, I started, I did a survey. I actually did a survey out to 500 people all around the country and in Canada to start to understand, am I the only person who's kind of gotten lost in this whole crazy uh, achievement game and I found that I wasn't and um I started interviewing people. I think I interviewed about 34 people for my book um and in all that talking to people I, there were so many things that came out that it's just, you know, the way we've been conditioned. And I started looking around. I mean, I was in advertising and marketing for years. I still consider myself a marketer. And it's a big part of the problem because everywhere we turn, we're being told if you buy this car you'll look successful and if you live in this house you'll be the envy of all your neighbors and if you you know buy this designer shoes or bag you know you'll you'll be in style and fashionable and you know and then you look at reality TV and you know excess and rich and richness and all that stuff is sort of put out there as this is the way to be and there's just so many things and even in the personal development industry which was sort of what what prompted it for me uh, what starts out as a good thing, trying to inspire people to to make their lives better, um, in a lot of ways has gotten out of control and really, really driven a lot of people to bankruptcy and foreclosure and a lot of other things. So, I felt this this compulsion is, for really lack of a better word, to to really write about it and do the look at the research and and put it together and help people kind of gain a new awareness of what's happened in our society for so many people uh... because really what we all want is just to be happy and feel secure and i think we've we've gotten sort of out of whack in how we've been going about it
0: yes i i really enjoy hearing you you know talk about this this journey and i think it's going to make such a a huge difference for so many people because, you know, I always say my, my first year online I spent $10,000 because I didn't have any more. I wasn't going to go into debt for it, and I spent that money, and I felt so guilty. I felt so ashamed that I had spent that much. And then by 2007, about a year and a half later, I started taking clients, and I found that many of them had gone into debt fifty to to 100000 yeah. to learn things that still weren't making them really any money at all, nothing to speak of.
1: It's it's sad. I mean, I I I saw people over the years that that spent so much money and thankfully I the last year I went into debt a little bit, but up until the last year I always financed it with money that I was making. So I never, you know, was one of those people that ended up losing my house or anything. I did lose a house to foreclosure. It was an investment property um because we got involved in the real estate business and 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 that didn't work out too well for us, but you know, a lot of people really, and, and they've been told to do it. And, you know, I I have a chapter in the book about the personal development industry and about coaches, and I'm I'm, pretty tame in the chapter, but I have some really strong feelings about it because I think a lot of people have been told if you, you know, if you want to be successful, you have to invest in yourself. And while I believe in that, I think you invest in yourself to the degree that you can afford to invest in yourself. And a lot of people have been told Put it on your credit card, you know, that you'll pay it back. You'll you'll earn what you need to pay it back in this program. Um, and far too often that's not the case. So um, I think a lot of people have, you know, we, we want life to be easy. We want, we say we don't believe in get rich quick, but if someone promises us something that sounds like, hey, this is going to be fast and easy and quick, a lot of times we buy into it because we want to believe that it will be that fast and easy and quick. And the reality is, and, and you know this, Connie, if you have your own business, that having your own business takes time and it takes a lot of work. It's not easy. It can be very fulfilling. Um, I can't imagine ever going back and working for someone else. But it's not for everybody, and there's a lot of risk involved.
0: Yes, and I've written about that, how you know entrepreneurship, really only about 3% of the population is – cut out for that and people don't want to hear that but you know i took a look at my own situation and i thought you know it's only because i worked hard i was really consistent and persistent that i've been able to do this because i might not have been one of that magical three percent you know just innately
1: right right and it, it it's it isn't for everybody, and, you know, a lot of the seminars I went to really instilled the idea that if you have a job, you may have heard this, that, you know, a job equals just over broke, and you can never be financially free, um, you know, and they almost imply happy mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're relying on someone else. And while I understand that if you have a job, you are relying on someone else, um the reality is that a lot of people just don't have what it takes to run their own business, and that's not a slam on those people. It, you know, it takes all kinds to make up this world. We need people that are innovators and people that are entrepreneurs, and we also need those people that run around and take care of all the details that us creative people aren't real good at, you know. And and so I think I saw a lot of people, my husband's one of them, be made feel um, bad about themselves because they had a job. Um, and my husband really likes his job, and he's really good at it. And he tried a business, and he wasn't real good at it. Um, he didn't like a lot of the things that he had to do as a business owner. And he finally, years into it, settled into, okay, I like my job, it's good, and I'm going to have this little part-time business on the side that's you know, kind of a business, kind of a hobby, so that I can do this thing I want to do. But he's not trying to become a full-time entrepreneur because he realizes that that's just not who he's cut out to be.
0: And I think that's probably, you know, what you would say is a big, you know, part of happiness is, you know, realizing who you are and then doing what works around that. Absolutely.
1: You You know, one of the things I found in my research for the book, and I read so many books and talked to so many people, I talked to regular people and I talked to experts. And there's research out there that shows that um, people tend to look at their work, whether it's a job or a business. Um, or a career, however you want to classify it, as either a job, a career, or a calling. And they found doctors that looked at their work as a job. And we would look at doctors and say, well, they make a lot of money and they're very successful. And they found janitors that looked at their work as a calling. And we would typically classify janitors as kind of, you know, well, they're not very motivated, they're not very successful, they're just a janitor. But what they found was that the people that were most successful, and I put sort of air quotes around that when i say it because Mm -hmm. it's such a (laughs) a dicey term what the heck does it mean anyway but people who are successful and happy are people who look at their work as a calling and it doesn't matter what their work is they might own their own business they might be a janitor it really is about finding joy in what you do and and being of service and and that if you can find that in what you're doing to me, that's the holy grail.
0: Yes, yes. And I know for me that um, becoming you know, part of service organizations, I'm in Rotary and I work with, with some other nonprofits, that that has really made a huge difference in my life where I can see a different level of value to what I, I do. What are your feelings around that?
1: Well, I think... It, it, Again, yeah, it's service. So, however you choose to serve. I mean, I was just watching. Have you ever watched the the movie The Shift with Wayne Dyer?
0: No, I, I love Wayne Dyer, but I have. I'm not familiar with that.
1: You might want to look it up. You know, people might want to look it up online. You can rent it online for like uh, five dollars, I think, or you can buy the DVD. It's through Hay House. I actually just happened mm-hmm. to watch it again yesterday. I saw it probably the, for the first time in 2008, and you know, he he talks about this this need that we have as human beings for meaning in our life. And really what that comes from is being of service. And for everybody, that being of service is going to be something different. You know, for you, getting involved in Rotary and things like that probably creates that meaning for you. For me, being able to write and speak and share a message that I feel is a message I'm here to share feels very much in service, you know, to me. So I think it's a very individual thing, and you know I think that this idea of there being one right way to live our lives or one right answer to become successful or rich is where so many people have gotten off track because there is no one right way. It really is about finding what works for you and finding what makes you happy as an individual and what serves you and your family and the rest of the world.
0: You know, what you just said, really uh, giving me goosebumps, which I I always take as a really good sign. Something I never thought of is that, you know, when we do the writing and the teaching and and working with other people, how that's a type of service, I guess I haven't been seeing it that way. I see it as teaching because I'm a former teacher and I had missed teaching so much. Now Mm -hmm. I'm able to teach. But until you said what you just said, I didn't see that as me being in service to others through the work that I'm doing. So thank you so much for that. You're welcome. All right. Well, where is the very best place that people can can find you online?
1: Well, if they want to find me via my book, the best place is to go to the book site, which is breakingthespelledbook.com. Um, and there's all kinds of information about the book, and we have a wonderful bonus package that's... Um, available. It's not going away. It's going to be there for as long as the book's there. There's a couple of time-sensitive things, but most of it's going to be there. Um, So that's a great place, and that people can get a free chapter there um, if they want to check it out and see if it's for them. Um, And if anybody just wants to learn more about sort of the other things that I do and and my blog that you mentioned, they can go to my main site, which is at debbielachusa.com.
0: All right. Fantastic. Well, Debbie, I appreciate you spending this time with us today, and I know people are going to love the book. I, I can't wait. I, I ordered the the uh, physical copy. I decided I, I wanted to actually touch it and hold it. Perhaps I'll meet you in person someday and have you sign it for me.
1: That would be awesome. <laughs> I would love that.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. So thanks again for joining us. This is Connie Reagan Green with another episode from the podcast series. Go to Connie Reagan Green Podcast to meet with everyone in this series. Thanks again.